from the big book on page 46. I wasn't really sure how much to read or where to start. So I'm just going to, I'll just open into that page and I'll start and then um see how long you guys want me to go for. Yes, we have uh, the second paragraph, the first full paragraph on the page 46 says, yes, we of agnostic temperament have had these thoughts and experiences. Let us make haste to reassure you. We found that as soon as we were able to lay aside prejudice and express even a willingness to believe in a power greater than ourselves, we commenced to get results. Even though it was impossible for any of us to fully define or comprehend that power, which is God. Much to our relief, we discovered we did not need to consider another's conception of God. Our own conception, however inadequate, was sufficient to make the approach and to effect a contact with him. As soon as we admitted the possible existence of a creative intelligence, a spirit of the universe underlying the totality of things, we began to be possessed of a new sense of power and direction, provided we took other simple steps. We found that God did not make too hard terms with those who seek him. To us, the realm of the spirit is broad, roomy, all-inclusive, never exclusive or forbidding to those who earnestly seek. It is open, we believe, to all men. Do you want me to keep going, Paul? I don't care. Yeah, go ahead. I can read another paragraph and then check uh, with you again. Speak another 45 minutes and that will be good. <laughs> you want me to read the whole time? No, no, go ahead. Yeah, a little bit more. Okay. When therefore we speak to you of God, we mean your own conception of God. This applies too to other spiritual expressions which you find in this book. Do not let any prejudice you may have against spiritual terms deter you from honestly asking yourself what they mean to you. At the start, this was all we needed to commence spiritual growth, to affect our first conscious relation with God as we understood him, as we understood him, period. Afterwards, we found ourselves accepting many things which then seemed entirely out of reach. That was growth. But it, if we wished to grow, we had to begin somewhere. So we used our own conception, however limited it was. We needed yeah. to ask ourselves, but one sort, one more? No, Done. that's that'll be good, hon. All right, you got it. It's all yours. Well, one thing, one bone I have to pick uh, about uh, having a higher power of your own understanding, that was a part of a beginning. It wasn't meant to be a higher power of your own understanding forever. It was just because of our condition. It wasn't about we can we couldn't open the whole window, so we just opened it a crack with us as being the gatekeeper, you know, so it's going to be a higher power of my own understanding. So you're still driving the boat, so to speak, but that's only going to be, uh, it's just like, it's almost like subterfuge. And then once you start feeling the effects of getting sober, 
you're going to come to other conclusions. Yeah. So this is my feeling. And this writing speaks about it that way, that this is only for in the beginning. And of course, you're going to go into other ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't like, I've always been confused because a lot of people think that's the the statement and everything stops there. No, it's a beginning statement. So something can start. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously if something works, that something is going to be felt and sensed and you're going to come up with some other ideas. And in my evolution, it went to uh, uh, having a higher power of its own understanding which to me works and it stopped there. Yeah. So my little journey wasn't that long because the effects were occurring. Yeah. I had come to believe something greater than myself had restored me to sanity concerning that insanity that precedes the first drink. And then it just was just natural to sort of see that I can't understand what's doing that. And that's probably the best condition to stay in. Yeah. So it will become revelatory and I'll find out about the higher power, not by me studying it, but me uh, being the effect of its download, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. It just works better. So, so I don't believe this is all right. You're going to have a higher power of your own understanding for the rest of your life. Maybe you can, but there was other options. Yeah. So just to get that through. And then, you know, in AA, they just they just bent over backwards to try to get everyone and anyone in the door. And uh, so they try to make it a very, very uh, easy landing. And then because they had great faith that once you got in, you, you know, you could probably stay in because there'd be some great effects in your life. Yeah. So. The idea, though, that not to have any prejudice, some life took me to another place, which is I'm not that which is having the prejudice. Yeah, it wasn't working me swearing off something. Uh, it just didn't because I was in the dilemma of powerlessness. Yeah. So I couldn't help but judge people. So if somebody said, well, you'll have to suspend your judgment of people. Well, good luck. It wasn't working. So basically, the how it worked with me is to see that that which is that has a bias or a uh, or contempt prior to investigation isn't me. That has worked. Yes, yeah, because I don't believe you're going to change this old dog of of the alcoholism. I like to call it selfing and stuff. Uh, it's not going to learn new tricks easily. So maybe if you see it's not you. Yeah, that will sufficiently suspend the effect of the contempt. And maybe you'll be able to tell the truth about the relief you're feeling. Yeah, it's that's how it worked with me. So I remember when, you know, about resentment, you learn about resentment and you'd wake up and you go, I'm not going to have a resentment today. And then you'd have a resentment in 10 minutes. Yeah. So the dilemma of powerlessness was constantly being reasserted until I freaking get it and realize, no, uh, my power and my source of strength is admitting I can't do it. Yeah. That's where it came from. There was a deep admittance that I was fucked and that was, and I'm not managerial quality. And that became the basis of how I approached 
the the program. Yes. So it wasn't like, okay, now that you haven't drank in a day, you're going to stop having prejudices in your views about things. No, that wasn't, uh, it didn't work. I don't know. Maybe it did for you. I mean, it didn't work. Like when people would say, when you're out there, why don't you just stop? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like so simple, but it was seeming, seemingly an impossibility when something had me and was using me for transportation. Yeah. If someone isn't being driven by the same thing, they don't know what it's like to be driven by that thing. Yeah. <laughs> they think that you're still the driver and you should be able to make a left. Yeah. I'm telling you, you make a left. Your whole family has told you at the intervention, you make a left and you didn't make the left. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're powerless, in a sense. Let's get to that point. So, yeah. Uh, the book was very, very opening because they needed, they knew what they were dealing with, which is us, yeah? So they had an incredible program, but people were going to enter it. <laughs> that was the dilemma. <laughs> and this disease, if you want to call it that, has some interesting uh, qualities to it, which is it talks to you as you. Yeah. Cancer doesn't do that. Yeah. High blood pressure doesn't do that. Yeah. But this thing does. So basically, you're taking advice from the disease that you're suffering from. <laughs> And this is a simple message at this platform, Wayne or everyone else. It's very, very simple. We're just questioning the word self in the big book. And we're believing that self represents a foreign movement. Yeah, a pathogen, a parasitical movement that has gained great power in our condition. Yeah. And one, and this addiction to this idea of self has caused us to seek relief. And then the other addictions have followed, which is alcoholism and drug addiction. Because basically, my drinking was to try to get out of self, basically. Yeah. I felt uncomfortable, irritable, and restless. I wasn't sure of myself. I was constantly being thought about and was quite uncomfortable. And when I drank, I got a little relief from that, yeah? And therefore, that relief was so important to me, it led me living a certain way that I was willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. <clears throat> That's an incredible force, yes? So I believe alcoholism was a mistaken solution to the addiction of self, tell you the truth. Not the alcoholism, but the drinking. And then self-mutated into a form which is an extreme version of selfing, which is alcoholism. Yeah? And alcoholism, when addressed, you very rarely talk about drinking, really. You're talking about alcoholism, yeah? Which leads to drinking, yeah? Or grows in the drinking. But it's not the, the cause of the drinking or the cause of the alcoholism isn't drinking. 
It's underlying to me, and that's the addiction of self. The great news is you are not addicted to self. You're not. The head is addicted to self. So a part of this action figure, this machinery, this programming, a, a part of it is infected. And it talks to us from the infection as the infection, and it presents us as that. Yeah. And so in the process of trying to be relieved from the bondage of self, we're in the act of being bound to self because we're not seeing something, yeah? And we're just putting this possibility out there. This is not an order. You must see it this way. It's just a simple suggestion. Start on page 64 out of the book that we all agree on is the big book of AA. We haven't changed this the sentence it says see see it yeah being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us there sounds to be two things in that there's something called self and there's something called us yeah this th that something called self is what has defeated us And if we're convinced of that, we're now going to look at self's manifestations. It says it's, but it's implying self, yeah? And the next paragraph is resentment. So resentment, through this logic, is a manifestation of self in our life. Why do we call it ours? Now, maybe we're listening to this radio station called self k self and k self is telling the truth resentment is a manifestation of self so when it calls it my resentment it is correct when we agree to that it's not correct so the head is calling these are my resentments these are my fears these are my acting out and hurting people in the pursuit of what we i want I don't want to look at that, so I stay distracted and shit. But it claims it right out in the open. It's professing it. We're hearing it, but we're not getting that message. We think self means me. So now self's manifestations are my manifestations. This, to me, is a very important aspect of a diagnosis of the exact nature of the wrong. And I do not believe it has been readily formatted into our program and we're making a feeble attempt to do just that yeah through a community yeah we're trying to pass something on that has worked for many of our community members and one of them sitting here sharing yes so when i saw that which has defeated me as other than me a clear possibility I can be free from it became available. And because I kept identifying as the narrative of self, when self said, I'm afraid, I thought I was afraid. When self said, I'm pissed off, I thought I was pissed off. Yes, I was in the act of being identified as this narrative to the point that it was killing me, literally. Yes. And I would do anything to get out of it, yet I was bound to it. 
this was the problem. So the more I got out, the more I was in. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. And how am I going to stop trying to get out of it? It seems to be unbearable to be in it. I don't know any other way. Well, there is another way. If you're not it, you don't have to get out of it. You have to recognize you're not it. And that's the outdoor. Yeah, that's the exit. The exit isn't verifying you're in and then trying every door. We've tried many doors. It, they said exit, but we just entered self once again. Yeah, how about trying no door? That's the point. We're putting it out there. If the way you're going is working, great. I don't, you know, fantastic. Just enjoy this as a novel idea from some fucking insane LSD-riddled ex-fucking member, whatever. Yes. But if you're not, if you still seem to have something that's fucking with you, no matter what you do, maybe this diagnosis will help. Yeah. I didn't know the out of self is not being in. I just had no idea until I did. And now I've never lost that idea for years and years and years. Yeah. So this is what we're offering. And then we just riff. The steps are incredible. Everything's incredible. But I'll tell you a whole lot by being here a lot. Uh, they sure mention the word self quite a lot in this book. I think it would be important behooves us to get clear about it. <laughs> if you read it as other than you, it makes a new kind of sense than when you read it as you. Yes. A lot of people here had a lot of years of reading it as you, and now they don't read it as you and they get something out of the book. They weren't getting out before. Yes. Yes. This is like the new pair of glasses syndrome. So we're offering the new pair of glasses over and over again. And I'll keep offering it because I don't know why. I just would rather, I mean, if I'm going to honor, I'd much rather honor relief. Yeah. Relief from this seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Really having the problem not existing as you, to me, is the greatest level. Yeah? A nice level is when it doesn't exist for you for a little while here or there. But when it doesn't exist as you, that freedom from it can stabilize. Yeah? It's still an irritant, right? Its narrative keeps on playing, but it doesn't usually drive you to an event anymore. Yeah? You just don't follow its GPS. You just don't. You just, it says left, left, left. It's just like a lot of times when I know where I'm going, uh, just for traffic's sake, you put on the GPS and I'm going one way. It wants to tell me to go its way. And I hear it, but I don't fucking listen to it. Yeah. I'm hoping it's going to tell me if there's a tra traffic jam that I don't see, but that's basically its only job. So it keeps going. And every time I don't go its direction, there's a pause like we have in our life. Yeah, there's a pause and it has to recalculate. And there I am. <laughs> there you are. There's that spirit right then when the GPS gets when when the GPS is said no to, 
it stops, it pauses it, and it has to recalculate. And in that moment, you see it for what it is, and it ain't you. It ain't you. When it stops, you continue. Yeah. When you're in the zone in surfing, and you haven't heard from your head for 20 minutes, you're catching those fucking waves. Yeah. There's something here when this thing ain't here. Let's put the horse in front of the cart instead of living life as the cart is in front of the horse. Yes? Do you believe, are your thoughts presented like on a screen on your forehead to others? No. They seem to be playing to an audience, don't they? Most of my head in the past was busily trying to convince me to do something. I must have been something other than it for it to try so hard to convince me. Yeah? Because it can't do anything without me. But I can do quite a lot without it. <laughs> the dependency has just been switcherooed. Yeah? <laughs> and it's important to get this somewhat clear, I feel. Yeah. And then pass on some real clarity. I don't want to keep working with people under the guise that what they're talking to me about are their resentments. I'm just not into it. I don't want to pass that fucking flu on. I don't. You know? You know? They may believe it, but I don't. And so just want to keep, I want to be clear about it. Yeah? If you read that book, and it did, I did not get this out of page 64. 64 was a verification of it. I had some relief and I saw something and I captured it in that sentence. Yeah. And I think that sentence is a very fucking clear sentence. It says, we're going to look at self's manifestations in our life. That's the, the direction for the basic inventory of the fourth step. The basic direction on page 64 is we're going now we're going to look at self's manifestations in our life. When we look at self's manifestations in our life and we call them ours, we are in the act of being identified as self. Yes. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. And you're gonna gonna try to get out of resentment with the system that causes the resentments to be occurring. It's uh, it's just like it's just crazy to me, crazy, totally crazy. So, yeah, there's the message. And then you riff on how you see every other step from that view. So to me, what's usually revealed in my life is what I'm not, yeah? And that's in dreaming and stuff like that. And then that's that data with that, uh, with that strange interpretation, I just give the step six and seven. And I have it reconfigured. And now let's take a lot of the my, I, me out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, 
you see the patterns of how self has defeated you. And you offer that up and that energy that was being used for one, one way will be used in different ways by the higher power. And you'll observe that and be the expression of it. And the, you'll be at the effect of it. Just like you were at the effect of the lower power, you're now going to be at the effect of the higher power. Yeah. Yeah. The new employer can, uh, and the old employer. Yeah. You find out about the new employer with hope, a certain amount of knowledge about the old employer. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't like self-knowledge, obviously any knowledge claimed by the self doesn't really work well, but knowledge of self I feel is very valuable. And I think that's what a lot of gets revealed in life is knowledge of self. And then seeing that it's not you brings you a freedom from it. Really? Yeah. Even though it gets presented as always, you don't live in that, you don't live that presenting. Yeah, you live some other way. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I would, you know, I'm sure we've all been troubled. Yeah, I was extremely shook up since I was young. Yeah, and uh, nothing, no human power could even really put a dent in it, really. Uh, some things could put it on hold, but when I got out of jail or something, it would just start up right again. You know, if someone pinned me down for a while, yeah, but usually they'd have to go into their own life, I'd get up and fuck up again. Yet something struck me sober. And not only did that, it invited, it, it, uh, it introduced me to the way of life I was going to need to stay sober which was recovery, yeah? yeah? I was super clear that no human power could do it because it hadn't, yet something did it. So what's one to say about that? Yeah? So, yeah, so there is a solution. Truly. And it's going to be pivoted on losing interest in self. Seriously. And this program is, is really designed to do just that. It's, it's designed to lose interest in self or to diminish the mental state so that the spiritual state can start shining in your life. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter how bright the day is. If the window shade is down and you're in the room, you're not getting any of that light in through. Yes. And that to me is the mental condition. The mental condition is using the light for its own little ends. When it gets diminished, that shade goes up and now there's the light and there's a lot of revelation in it. And you can be convinced of certain things and never go down that dead road again, that alley again. Yeah. It can just be the end of some insane ideas. Yeah. So. Hmm.
Yeah. So anyone, uh, Kath, Kathleen, anyone want to? Paul, beautiful. Thank you so much. Yes. If anyone wants to raise their virtual hand, if they have a question or a short comment for Paul, right now we have Albie Vegas wants to come in. Yes. Hello. I'm a recently outed anonymous alcoholic named Al. Um, there, there was some great stuff in the readings that Kathleen selected today, and thanks for your talk. This um, this question is more rooted to uh, Tuesday's talk, uh, where the chat lit up with where thought is born from and books that were read and I, the, the, the chemistry of thought. And I was thinking about, I'd rather hear about the chemistry of solutions. And uh, tonight, uh, this morning, pardon me, in, in, in the readings, twice I heard, as soon as I was able to lay aside prejudice, as soon as I admitted the possible existence, um, it seems that's where solution stemmed from. And I'll, I'll say one more quick thing, because more often than not, or quite often, the topic here in the room is more uh selfishness self-centeredness this is the root the root of my troubles and this is the word play is getting me today the root of my troubles and then some 20 pages later when they crop up so even though <laughs> i've discovered that it's the root perhaps i have not removed them from the root because they're cropping up again you see the the garden the garden uh metaphor so I'm looking for a solution that I can employ and that I can help others find. Well, congratulations, you found one. Mazel tov to me. Thank you all for your consideration and have a lovely holiday weekend. I'm going to give you Monday off too, just as I'm that kind of a guy. <laughs> Thanks, Al. <laughs> there's, already, there is, there's already a solution. We just need a, we could work on the diagnosis of the problem maybe a little more, but there is a solution. There's a way of life that if followed with a, even the smallest bit of willingness can keep one sober a day at a time. And for many people, that's more than enough because there was such an incredible burden, the act of drinking and using. Well, that was the specific target. AA has been incredibly successful. There's been many days people have stayed sober that couldn't stay sober before. Now, if they want to look at statistics, who stays sober? But in fact, this program works. This It has a solution to that dilemma. And therefore, that solution to this dilemma can also be a, a solution to many other things yes it just matters where you want it, where it wants to take you some people i know have a joyous life they're they're on a AA softball team they go to all the picnics they go to the dances and stuff like that other people i know are they're not that communal they're just uh they brood a little more they've got so there's they you got to go, you know, take the second left down the solution, you know, hallway. They need something 
a little different. They need to find a, a peace inside, not by what they do or not do, but but with a sense of what they are. And so here we go. You can go that. So this solution can stay on the ground or fly to the stars. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. And who's to say what's, you know, it's just the many, 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 many formed solution. It's incredible. Yeah. So. Perhaps it's the, uh, what is it? I'm one arm's length away from implementing this solution, employing application <laughs> versus knowing it, talking about it and not utilizing it. Well, maybe you, the attitude could be you're not going to employ it. It's you're going to be employed by it. See, remember, Ooh. it doesn't say we have a new employee. It says we have a new employer. So your role isn't going to be the dominant role. You're not going to apply it. You're not going to turn it on. You're not going to use it. It's going to use you. It's going to keep you on and it's going to direct you. There's a different attitude in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I keep coming back here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the attitude is I can't employ it. I'm not uh -huh. allowed to be the employer. I need to be the employee. Yeah, I have a new employer. The old employer was, in a sense, me. <laughs> and I wasn't good in that position. So now I have a new employer. The old employer still thinks it's the employer, but I'm seeing through that now. And I'm taking my orders and my checks are signed by the new employer. And I'm falling into my correct role, which is employee. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. So to me, that's why uh, I don't get, I get brought to a position where I can override the bias. I don't believe I create that condition of overriding the bias. That's my feeling. Yeah. That's how the, my description of the journey of recovery in this example, that's the description. That's been the spirit of it. I admitted I can't do something and then things started to happen. Yeah. And I truly believe that something is doing for us what we can't do for ourselves and that you can just expand on what you can't do for yourself. Yeah. That's been the only way I've been able to live a day at a time sober. Because my problem wasn't obviously drinking, it was being sober. Life was my problem. I didn't know how to respond or react to it. I got overwhelmed quite a lot. Yeah, I was outmatched. And yet there was a, a pride that we would refuse to admit that. And then I was open to defeat and having some weird allies. And that's what happened. But I, I was broken down, brought to my knees. And there was a true surrender there. Yeah something and i felt it was given to me something just said you know you're fucked and you're not managerial quality and um that radioactive isotope got removed it just stopped that urge to fucking run into another wall got removed and i i started to really enjoy the employee role <laughs> <laughs> seriously 
And I felt finally, I felt, uh, yes, that which was directing wasn't, it's a failed system in my experience. Self-centeredness is a failed system. Reliance on self, as it says, any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. That was the case. And I took it seemingly personally for years and it, 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 it fueled that absurd, stubborn delusion many of us have, which is if I can only manage better, which meaning that you believe you can manage better, that got snuffed out in this life. I do not believe I can manage better. <laughs> I don't. The evidence, finally, that was being held with this delusionary idea just was released like a giant fucking tsunami. And I just, it just put me in my place. Really. It really. Yeah. It reminded me. I needed to have forced humility, I guess. And it was, it was, it, it was forced on me. And then I started to really enjoy wearing it. Yeah. You reminded yeah. me of a line in the other book, the 12 and 12, and it's the more I'm willing to depend on a power, the more independent I truly become. I'm, I'm pretty close. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. the, that's the, to our, the way we think, the way we think from the disease aspect, it's like that dog move when you say something like that, it doesn't understand. But once you have been through it, understand that, yes? By admitting, by admitting you're powerless, you don't experience powerlessness anymore. You experience power. It's when I'm exerting or thinking I have power, which I don't, I experience power, powerlessness. I get frustrated, resentful, and shit like that. Yeah? So the mental logic doesn't work. And its logic is almost like a mathematics that... It's just all right angles and shit. It can't be made into like a bicycle wheel. It just doesn't work. So we're being introduced to a new way, a new attitude and a new outlook. And you start getting, you starting having the eyes to see what actually works. Yeah. 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 And that's paradoxical to the failed system. Yeah. Wrong thinking can't see how it's working. <laughs> It just can't. So this is the beauty of what gets revealed to us. Yeah, We've been relying on something that's not reliable. Yeah, And then that thing, that's not that same thing that's now relying on something reliable will produce different effects based on that condition. Yes. Just like the same thing with the, you know, I'm manufacturing my own misery. I don't believe that statement. Yeah, I believe we manufacture a lot of stuff, but it's based on who's running the factory. So if the new employer is running the factory, we're going to manufacture like uh, empathy, you know, service, gratitude, these things. Yeah, because it has a whole different product line than the old employer does. Yeah. So this is to I I truly feel like you are driven. You are not the driver. I tell completely that's how life feels. It does. That's how it feels every day. Yeah. Same thing with the thought. The thought, I'm not the origin of the thought. A thought appears. I'm, I'm sitting in, let's say, a mental water I don't recognize. 
And what part of the mental water does, it bubbles up and I see these bubbles of thoughts. Yeah. And then, of course, they're stuck with this idea that they're mine. And then I fucking drown by the thoughts. Yes. Seemingly. Yes. Have you had have you had thoughts about a subject you've never never studied, but then you meet it? And then suddenly you have thousands of thoughts about it, yet you've never met it in your life. Yet when I met a spiritual group when I was like 19, I had never been involved in a spiritual group, never knew anything. I had thousands of ideas about it. I mean, it was almost as if someone hit a keypad like Z on my keypad and data just dropped in. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. It really was. And then I mean, how did I get all these fucking ideas? I didn't come up with them. They were just there waiting for me to meet spirituality. Bingo. Yeah, this is the. So my feeling is I'm not I am not the uh, I'm not at the front of the boat, so to speak. <laughs> I'm on the boat. I don't know exactly where my location is, but uh, <laughs> I just feel driven and I feel something did for me what I couldn't do for myself and continues to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not the way of AA. That's I'm just sharing how it worked with me. Yeah. And in my life, that's the way of AA. <laughs> but there's a lot of ways it can find itself going but that's how it went with me so i was outmatched so when people would say once you can stop having opinions of others that's not going to happen my head has opinions of others yeah it just does so i had to get in another way and that was hey i can't stop having opinions of others and then i started then suddenly i started losing interest in my opinions of others and other possibilities started showing up that's how it, I'm just describing how it worked with me. Yeah. I got a feeling there's a number of me's here. So it probably will work pretty good with these other me's. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now the higher power could be us. Yes. Located in as the unsuspected inner resource. The only why it's unsuspected is because what's running all the resources is the head. And the head does not want to notice that because it's more powerful than the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's using that juice to do its thing. Yeah. It doesn't want that juice to be removed from it. Yeah. So when someone says they don't have any faith, that's faith, yeah? When someone's sure that they don't believe in anything, that's faith in not believing in anything. You can't get out of your role here, yeah? Yeah. But you can be, be directed by aspects different than what has directed us. I've had enough of the old direction, yeah? Yeah. So, 
Perhaps there's a better way, trusting the infinite rather than finite self. Learn what it is to be fi trusting finite self. It's valuable information. Yeah? Really? Don't worry about trusting the infinite. Question trusting the finite self. Yeah. Because your trust in the infinite may be trust in the finite self. So the finite self is still playing God with God. Wow. Yes. Don't be surprised. It's doing it right now. Yeah. Who do I, who do I want to get my paycheck from at the end of the week? From me <laughs> or, or a power? <laughs> Kurt wants to pay me. <laughs> well, the fact is, when it's directed or seemingly coming from you, that puts a burden on you that you're going to want to avoid. And then shit will look valuable or attractive. Yeah. But when you're not the one who's running the show, it's easier to go through all the aspects of the show for sure. I don't yeah. think the new boss is the same as the old boss. I think the new oh. boss has much better working terms. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I agree completely. Well, you're an old <laughs> Petri dish like me. I, I hear and rock and roll. I know your era. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, the specimen Paul got pulled out of that petri dish. <laughs> yeah. <And it> was. <laughs> thanks. This was this was really nice. Thanks. And your talks lately have just been I don't know next level, and I you're much appreciated, at least by me, and I think a lot of the people who show up here on the regular and. Welcome to the new faces, and I hope we see you again. There's something really special here. Oh, great. Yeah, I enjoy everyone's company. And, uh, yeah. Thanks, Dale. See, Thank you, Kathleen. See, this is the beauty of it. You have something that may compel you, but you don't have a picture of what it's going to look like. And it's always incredible how life can build what you were thinking of as a structure. Yeah, it's just incredible. You just have to really be constantly taking your hat off and with A-W-E and appreciation, really. Yeah, who would have thought years ago we would have been having two Zooms a week based on recovery at 10.30 in the morning <laughs> in where I live? Yet, here we are. It's incredible, eh? Yeah. Hmm. Yes. All right. Anyone else, Kathleen? Uh, I don't see any other hands, Paul, but I had a couple of thoughts. Oh, good, Kurt. I mean, I have a couple of thoughts about, like, the book tells us to uh, give up on our old ideas and to have a, you know, that we'll have a new attitude and a new outlook. And I find that if I, if I stay there with I don't know anything, that's when I'm happiest. It's like, just remembering yes. like i don't know anything and then it's like oh good okay kurt it's you kurt hey paul hey <clears throat> good seeing hey, you but one thing hey. kurt and everyone we're gonna end at 11 30 i gotta meet a sponsee at a meeting 12. Good. so what i was going to comment on was i got a text yesterday and the text was i'm reaching out because my husband has a drinking is struggling with his drinking. And I thought I'd talk 
uh, through what some action steps might help him. And, um, you know, this is from an Al-Anon perspective. I'll put that hat on. So, see, he, he's not having a problem drinking. He's doing just fine drinking. Yeah, see, she it's, is. It's a misdiagnosis of the problem. You know, what she has is a lot of mental anxiety about the drinking he's doing. That's what she has. But she she doesn't see that. And, and when you bring it up to her, she is totally like, I don't have a problem. It's his problem. See, and it's really funny because she said, what what can I do to help him? And I said, listen, if you want to help him, the best thing you can do is go to Al-Anon and read to the wives in the big book. That's the best thing you can do. To, well, that's totally counterintuitive. And then I got to thinking, you know, this is what's so difficult, you know, is like you, you know, you don't see the truth about the lie. You just can't see it from a mental state. And I, I think you explained it really well uh, based on your conversation with Al. Um, I just think it's it's just phenomenal. And I also think, you know, it's it's very difficult for people. Um, well, that's why it's going to fail. And it's and yep. that's going to be the real grace because it's going to bring it to, to another place. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, failure we has so that. much success, really. Yeah, we we kind of know that from. I mean, that's the gift, right? The gift of powerlessness, right? That's the whole gift. But a lot of times, the only way we can get there, or one of the ways, is for it to fail until we finally see it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you know, if well, you I know that all the scripts, you would write it differently. But that's how this case goes. <laughs> right. Sorry, I jumped in, but no, no. And I, I know this. I know him pretty well. And I know his mom because I sponsor his mom. She's 45 years sober. So he knows where to go. It's not like he doesn't know where to go. You know, but uh, I think yeah. it, it, was, it was an interesting text yesterday, I thought. Yeah. Well, a lot of like that happens. We have it now on a huge scale. People who aren't the ones drinking want other people who are to stop like parents and shit. Yep. And so this whole business has been produced, recover, you know, rehabs where people who have no interest in rehabbing go because of someone else's interest in them being rehabbed. And then of course they have, they keep going and then an institutionalization starts occurring and then they get wise of how to play the game. And it's once again, something gets neutered. Yes. Your, your desire for a solution becomes an aspect of a problem. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, early on, I realized, you know, you do a lot of people disservice keeping them from their bottoms. Yeah. yeah. It's the only way it can work sometimes. Because yeah. being convinced, uh, it would be nice if you could dye a cloth in like five minutes. But usually it's got to be dunked in there for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe they're going to speed it up, which is great. But basically, uh, you know, the first requirements in the beginning of the big book are being convinced. A lot of people are not in the act of being convinced yet. Yeah. And what what are you going to do? Yeah. 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 I had I got moved unbelievably by my nephew, who's now an older guy. Uh from my oldest sister, his, her oldest son. He was now entering a rehab that he was in 20 years before. 
Can you how can you imagine how small that world is, rotating twenty years around New York, ending up in the same rehabs that you were in twenty years ago? And he has, he know he can describe to a T what's wrong with the rehab, who's bothering him in the rehab, but cannot see what brought him to the rehab, at all. Mind-boggling. Yes. And so this needs a lot of failure, maybe, to finally succeed where you see your role in things. And who are we to stop that plan from growing the way it's growing? Yeah. Your idea of repotting shit sometimes kills it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's tough. But, uh, you know, I've seen people who had the knowledge both of them had over 30 years and they were trying to get their son in a program again, who he had just, he, he had just left that program, got into a car accident and broken his back. So when he was going to get out of the hospital, they want him in, but they were not under the delusion that their love for him was going to get them him sober. They were super clear about that. Yeah. Now I bet you the first few go arounds, they weren't, but they had come to believe yeah, they had been convinced. Yeah? yeah. So they were sitting there with all the love you can have for a child, yet they knew that love wasn't going to get that child sober. Yeah. Fucking clarity. Very incredible. Yeah. yeah. I sat with them for a while. I just had re I had just come from back from here to this rehab I do talks at every year. And I was in the office and they were sitting there and, and I was watching this whole process. You know, and yet they weren't crossing that thing. They knew better now. Yeah. They still loved them completely, but they knew that that love wasn't going to get them sober. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a great piece, Alan, on literature that tell that says exactly what you're saying. It says, and the guy goes out, he says, I'll go out on a limb. Any exposure to AA before they're ready can prolong can prolong their sobriety. And yes, this is the dilemma. And it's and it's done through the best of intentions. Yes, this is exactly. how this weird place works. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. real place works. Most people who want the other person be to be sober the most, they very rarely get hear the message to that other person. They just don't. You don't get it from a family member usually. Yeah. Yeah. And the context of the message that you're carrying, it can also, I think it can also play a role there in that, right? Because, like you said, you know, sometimes self captures this thing. You know, it wants to be the spiritual entity. Yes, know? sure. Oh, it will try to. But yeah. the thing is, with all the uh, traps that are along the way, you've got to present the way anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm willing to uh, have people pissed off at me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't give a shit. I mean, what a lot of people have who try to warn me of stuff. I don't want what they have. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for your talk. Oh, yeah. Thank you, bro. Hey, that's, uh, let's say goodbye, Kathleen, I think. Yeah, we have to say goodbye now, Paul. Hey, listen, I, to. I want you guys, if you want to look at the uh, next Tuesday's 10.30 may not happen because Amelia's going to get her, uh, she's going to try to become a U.S. citizen. She has a test. 
She wants me to be hanging around and it's going to be at the time of the meeting. So I'm pretty sure we're not going to have one on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, 1030. But it'll be definitely posted by Saturday if that's true. So just take a look on Zen Bitch Lab. And does it'll only be next Tuesday, but Tuesday, 1030 may not happen. All right. I hope that was clear. And uh, let me Very say clear. goodbye. Kurt, always a pleasure, bro. And uh, yeah, Michael Stacy, as always, the quiet man who says much. Yes, I like that. Kathleen, thank you. I hope all's getting well there. Yes. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. Wayne, nice to see you, Wayne. Al Vegas. Uh, let's see, I can't see this name, but. I'll get to it later. Mickey, as always, John, Florida, Rico, a man of his word, Dana, Metzen, nice to see you, Dana. Andrew, Lala, nice to see you, Lala. Yeah, yeah. Joseph C., as always, Oliver in Berlin, Emerson, nice to see Emerson. Mika, Crispy, Massachusetts, you're on Sweden. I hope you did that writing. You're on. Yes. Don't. I don't think you can call me today. I'm going to be busy, but I'll be around. Yeah, I called her the other day. I'm finished. So yeah, I'm going to be. Uh, I've got a sort of a busy day today. Yeah. Roman, from my friend from Germany. Nice to see you, Jacob. Ah, uh, Hudson Valley, David in southern South South Carolina. Yeah. Mia, somewhere, uh, Southern Cal, somewhere, Annette. Thank you, Paul. Nice to see you. Thank you. Chris and Mammoth Lakes. Uh, let me get to two. We've got uh, Lynn D. We got, uh, let's see, hold on. Christy Silva. Nice to see Christy here. Cassandra. Rich here, Rich now. Jeff Penfield. Down, he's down south. Uh, let's see, we got Nikki, John, Jason, Jason L. Nice to see you, Jason. I think I got everyone. Hey, have a good day. Um, admit you can't take yourself uh, less serious, and that's the beginning of taking yourself less serious. <laughs> All right. Thank see you, Paul. Bye-bye. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Great talk.